What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your drugs. Mm, that's uh, probably good, because uh, I'm stealing all of your pudding in rehab. Oh no, not my rehab pudding. Yeah, I got all oh, that good, good rehab pudding. I love my rehab pudding, though. It's the best part of rehab. Mm-hmm. It's tapioca rice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, as you can tell, uh, given the art style that, that I'm rocking this week uh, for, for visual viewers, uh, as opposed to our non-visual viewers, I don't know. what It's been a minute. It's uh, been... We did... Can we... I don't know how to do this anymore. It's so. How long has it been? Because I genuinely don't remember anymore. I think we just skipped a week. Surely not. I think just a week, buddy. I'd have to check the notes, and for that, I'd have to click away, which I refuse mm. to do on this podcast. But yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Actually, I can find that out. <clears throat> okay, uh, it's been at least ten days. Okay, so it's been like a week and a half. Because uh, we watched Constantine, I watched Constantine on the 7th. It is currently August 21st. <laughs> it's been two weeks since I watched a movie for this. Yeah, I don't know how to do this anymore. I'm sorry, folks. We just life. Uh, we'll get into it in mm-hmm. a second uh, when Sam asked how my watch went. Foreshadowing. Sure, yeah. Um, Life just keeps happening, and so, uh, plus, you wanted Barbenheimer anyway, didn't you? Sure, of course. Who yeah. wouldn't? Who wouldn't um, want the boys doing Barbenheimer? But this isn't Barbenheimer, of course. This is 2006's hit film, A Scanner Darkly. A Scanner Darkly. Um, and I am the porn man from Google, is what I realized that this this is, actually. This is just the porn guy from Google. You mean, like, the incognito tab guy? Yes, the porn guy. Yeah. I yeah, sometimes okay, I actually do use incognito tabs at work. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of that uh, <laughs> pornography? Because uh it doesn't have any of your cookies or session storage data. So if you want to test something as someone who doesn't have like if you think your cookies are fucked up, open an incognito tab and try the same site. Also good. Sure. Also pretty good for porn. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to get rid of the, the porn guy. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, you're just getting me now. Yeah. It, whoa. It's like in a movie when uh, like uh, the regular girl takes off her glasses and puts down her yeah. hair. Like, whoa. Got a hot yeah. one over here. Yeah. Something like that happens in The Princess Diaries, which you can uh, hear Adrian uh, Otan and I uh, review. Nice. On Patreon.com slash Hanksy Banksy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Luke, how was your uh, long-awaited watch? Bad. Here's what mm. happened. Sam, many, I have I have a backlog of things to tell you about. You've got a lot. You've been through it. I've been through it. So, uh, I wanted... Let's, do you want to start with the bad stuff that's happened to me or the two great things that have happened to me? Let's do bad 
and and Don Gray. And Don Gray. And that seems like kind of the better way to do things. Yeah, so Sam, yesterday noticed uh, standing around in my house, and I thought mm-hmm. to myself, hmm, I hear water running. Always a terrifying. Always a terrifying thing. Water, man. It's We got to go get out of indoor plumbing. Indoor plumbing was a mistake. Uh, uh, mm. Got to go back to latrines and communal wells. I'm going to... No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm not going to co-sign that. Maybe uh, you'll feel the same after you hear my little story. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there in the closet and I hear running water. I stand around in a few other places in the in the house and I hear running water. Which is not good because there's no water running. If that wasn't clear. It's not like we had a tap open. Yeah. Uh, I just hear moving water, which means water mm-hmm. is going somewhere it does not belong. So correct. I do a little I do a little jump onto our uh, beloved water supplier. Uh, mm-hmm. They're flawless in Central Arkansas. They deliver everything at the highest quality. Uh, they're definitely not an evil corporation. Yeah, definitely not. They definitely don't uh, give you service at the speed of dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or a contact form that if you try to submit a photo, mm-hmm. uh, fails to send the contact form. Uh, Good. Great stuff. Anyway, I jump on there. Lo and behold, Sam, my water bill for this month. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, actually, let's talk about that, because you and I, I think, have different thresholds well, of bad water bills, because yeah. <laughs> I have been plagued by sprinkler leaks since basically I moved in. Yeah, you've, you're you living in a... Di- okay, so I'm at one level of misery. I'm in a circle of hell. Spoiler alert, this doesn't go yeah. well. I'm in a circle of hell. Uh-huh. You are in a deeper circle of hell. See, I... We've talked about this before, but like how you would not want my particular mental illness, yeah. and I would not like yours. Um, I don't want your water problem. Yeah, we'll get into it. My water problem is uh, particularly disturbing for people of Sam's, well, any persuasion, but particularly a Sam persuasion. Yeah, I know my water problem. This is the devil I know. Yeah. And if it means that my water bill is around $300 oh. because of this unending leak um god damn it you know i'm gonna keep calling people out to try to fix it yeah uh but but yeah i don't want tell the people luke what you have so here's what happens so we spend hours wandering around in a well i was gonna say a beautiful sunday it wasn't it was fucking hot um it was literally 108 at one point my car said Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm outside scrambling around trying to find evidence of like spotty patches in the yard. Mm-hmm. I'm checking connections. I'm like in the matrix, man. I'm like checking every hose in my house. Nothing. Um, walk into the bedroom in bare feet and uh, squish, squish, oh. motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No. The bedroom has not been flooded, but there if you push on the vinyl, there's water coming up in the cracks of the vinyl Blech. in the bedroom. No. Uh, bad. Smash so cut. Bad. Smash cut to today. When we get the leak people that you recommended out to the mm-hmm. house, they were fabulous. Thank you for the wreck. Um, I, I feel like they get a shout out. The uh yeah. American leak detectors? Detection? American leak detection. American- Just 
phenomenal people. Yeah, the guy not only found my leak, uh, but he also talked to me about Ahsoka, the new Star Wars show that's coming out on the way. Oh, yeah? Like, as he's walking out the door, he's like, hey, and Ahsoka comes out tomorrow. And I don't know if he clocked us as nerds or is just telling everybody this. I, I, I feel like he knew who he, who he was talking to. <laughs> he was correct, because <laughs> we yeah. were very excited. And I had forgotten that Ahsoka was coming out, but... um. Anyway, Sam, here's the problem. My leak was coming from the toilet. So <sighs> a toilet in our house was not sealed properly at all and has been leaking toilet bowl water into my floors. Yeah, see, I don't want that. See, I am a person who, uh, from the moment I purchased this house, uh, have been terrified every waking moment of water damage. Yeah. The 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 dreaded water damage. You should be. It's it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. So, I'll take my sprinkler hell any day of the week yeah. over doo-doo water under my <laughs> floors. <laughs> Strike me dead, yeah. please, before that happens. So, now they reseated the toilet. Hopefully that actually was the problem and it's been fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't seem to find any other problems. Which means people now have to come into my house, tear up my shit, mm-hmm. and then blow on it really hard. Yeah. Until They got a guy who just... Yeah. He gets very lightheaded though, so it takes a long time. It takes time. so long. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've been in communication with people all day. That's happening tomorrow. Sam, my life is a waking nightmare. You know this life. You've mm-hmm. you've lived this. Um, not the specific flavor. No, because but... here's the thing: if if a toilet flooded my home, from uh, I would set the house on fire and go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. It is tempting. Can I say it's pretty tempting? It should be. Yeah, all my shit's here, though. That's the main problem. If I could press a button and all of my stuff left, Mm. and the house just, like, like imploded. Uh, See, I think that's just pack your bags and move away. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's just pack your bags. Because once you leave the house, it kind of doesn't exist to you anymore. Yeah, object permanence, baby. Never developed it. What's that? Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's a real problem, because I call Luke... Pretty frequently, and the conversation always starts with, Who is that? Who are you? <laughs> and so I I have to then walk down the street, and I go, Hey, it's me, it's Sam, yeah. while I'm on the phone. And he goes, Oh, it's Sam. Hey, hey, bud. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a challenge, man, but I get my steps in. Yeah, you get your, well, not really. Uh, no. Yeah, we, we live too, too dang close to each other. Um. What were the great things? Okay, so that's the bad things that happened to me. Made today's watch very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my watch. Sam, I have two updates to provide. One is great. One is pretty good. Are you ready? Yes. You Which one do you want first? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Dwayne the Johnson Johnson is back at it again, folks. Yes, at your local provider, you can, in fact, find oh, shit. the new. You scared me so fucking bad. Oh, what, did you think there was a new one coming out? I thought there was a movie no, that no. we were going to have to watch with this man. Not yet. There will be, almost yeah. certainly. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, he's, he didn't retire or die. No. So, yeah. Anyway, no. du- Dwayne the Johnson Johnson's back at it again. He has rebranded Zoa. It's back. It's cheaper. It's got different flavors. Is it just as good? It's actually really good now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Zoa, Is it better? Well, one, it doesn't have him on the can anymore interesting which i he's just got like a little photo on the like end cap at the at the target here mm-hmm. um because i was like it's zoa but where's Dwayne? his signature is not on the can how do i know it's did like did they boot him like did he sell it for he, a massive profit no i think they just rebranded it they made it less dwayney mm. uh and sam yeah to answer your question it is better i think that's uh, good to hear um, my one foray into it was delicious and terrifying. Yeah, you got real sweaty. I've never just gotten so sweaty and so shaky. It was uh, it was unlike anything I've experienced before. And I've had very bad tachycardia in the past. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's number one. It's just that Zoa's back, baby. And uh, it's like a dollar thirty. You can't afford not to be drinking soa, people. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, the other thing, Sam. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm taking up so much time for my shit. I just have a back. You're fine. And what are we going to talk about? A scanner, darkly. Yeah, I know. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I have a baseball update. Yes! Oh, God, you teased this to me probably two weeks ago. Yeah. And I need to know about it right now. I think it was roughly two weeks ago. Sam, I have seen the light. I have seen how good baseball can be. I have become Mm -hmm. reformed. And the answer is banana ball. Folks, we're talking about the Savannah bananas. Yeah, talk to me about banana ball. Okay, so banana (laughs) ball works like this. It's baseball, kind of, but it's circusy. It's a baseball circus. Where they change okay. the rules every inning, and they do crazy shit. Oh. So, it'll be like, in this inning, before you can tag somebody out, everybody has to touch the ball. So, they're like, throwing it like crazy all over the field. Then they tag the person. Uh, they they fixed it. Or, like, you can only gain a base by stealing it or something. I forget the rest of the rules, but, like... They, f- they fixed baseball. They fixed baseball. Sam, it's amazing. Sometimes, they'll just dance. I don't know why. They have choreographed dances that everybody I, does out on the field. Okay. Why is the MLB not all over this fucking thing? I don't know. It makes... Because I, I have bemoaned to you the fact that I saw a baseball game, a pro, an MLB baseball mm-hmm. game at Wrigley. Did not enjoy yes. it. Yeah. Garbage. Because the sport is bad. Me, it's a bad sport. It's a bad sport. Um... Meanwhile, sitting there at our local pizza and, and salad joint, waiting for our pizzas for like an hour, I watched a Savannah Bananas game, and I was enthralled. Yeah. Hey, question. Yeah. How hard were you? Uh, like, arousal hard? What other I... hardness would there be? <laughs> uh, maybe in like an early 2000s, like hard poses kind of. No, like how no, talking about tough. arousal. No, um, but I want it on a scale of uh, minerals. I I was uh, clay. 
I'm sorry, that's not the mineral I'm looking for. I believe talc is the, <laughs> the softest. Because remember, there's that thing in like uh, like junior high science where they keep showing you that chart of yeah. like it runs from like talc to diamond. Yeah, that's a good point. They and, did give uh, you a preloaded uh, sort of mineral-based metric for penises. There is that, but also... It led me to believe I was going to need to know a lot more about mineral hardness later in life, and that has not been the case. It has not. Because I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing in the middle of that scale, Yeah. other than my dick right now. Yeah, you kind of just need to know talc and diamonds. Pretty much. And really just diamonds. It's the hardest. Yeah. That's it. That's all you really need to know. It's the hardest when my dick's not in the room, you know what I mean? (laughs) So, I wasn't that hard, but I was very engaged. Okay, um, yeah. So more on the talc end of the spectrum. More on the talc end of this this uh, penis hardness spectrum uh-huh. slash mineral hardness spectrum. It works both ways. Yeah. Uh, at one point, a guy on stilts, like eight foot stilts, stilts, came out and threw the ball for an inning. What the fuck? Yeah, and one guy like this is did incredible a, did like a spin around, uh, smack the ball maneuver. What the fuck, man! I would watch this. It was it was so why good. Aren't, why aren't the travelers doing this, man? Because they're playing fucking dirt ball over here. It's so bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they could be doing banana ball. They could be doing banana ball. The sails would would shoot through the roof. I, I would consider getting season tickets. I probably wouldn't, but I think about it, and that's half the battle right there. I think I'd get season tickets of Banana Ball. It's too hot. It that's is, the only uh, thing. It is like, if they moved it to a colder season, I'm in. Yeah, this fucking heat dome, man. Hey, yeah. can we talk about heat domes really quick? Sure. Yeah. In the year of our Lord 2023, mm-hmm. people have started. I don't know. Maybe in the last couple of years, have you noticed a trend? Where people have been throwing out meteorological terms like we're all familiar with them. And you're like, what the bit. fuck is that? Like like just now when you said heat dome. Heat and dome. I just said yes. Yeah. But I, I assume real hot. It's real hot over huge chunks of the country. It's a heat oh. dome. Like a Mad Max style heat dome. I gotcha. So is does that have anything to do with like wet bulb? I don't fucking or... know. Because I saw something about that the other day, and it was like, this is real wet bulb heat. You'll die out there no matter what. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Then why wet bulb? Where's that coming from? I don't know, but they're all big, bad, and dangerous. It's like bomb cyclone. Like several years ago, we started getting bomb cyclones because of global warming. And everyone's like, yeah, it's a bomb cyclone. Welcome to Chicago. I I think people are making it up. I and think, I think yeah. it's just getting viral. And I think we should try um, to to sort of get our hat in the ring. And I'm going to say this right here, these temperatures, these are taint socket temperatures. That's for sure. Taint sucking? Socket. Socket. Taint yeah. socket. Yeah, taint socket. Yeah, okay. I can roll with that. Yeah. Yeah, we got a real taint socket forecast ahead of the- Oh, brutal, brutal, brutal taint socket. Brutal taint socket. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got a real nasty bunkus going oh, on. Oh, not the bunkus. We got a real nasty bunkus headed for you this Fuck, week. Fuck, <laughs> man. The last bunkus we had nearly killed me. 
Yeah, the last Bunkus killed all my crops. Uh, I don't damn. have. I can't get Bunkus insurance anymore. Yeah, my hydrangeas, they can't make it through another Bunkus. Yeah. <laughs> Always with your hydrangeas. <laughs> They're um, the only plan I have that I care about at this point. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I get it. No judgments. Everything else is kind of a lost cause. Anyway, Banana Ball's fucking great. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're literally 20 minutes into this. Sam, how was your watch? Uh, it was at 5 this morning. Jesus, that's too early to watch this movie. It was pretty early. Um, Man, there was something I was going to say along with my watch. Oh, here's the thing. This episode can't go too long because here's what's happening. We're recording before dinner, and what I have going on is we're making banh mi's, and I got pickles going. So I'm. This is the quick pickle episode. Quick pickle. So this can't last longer than a quick pickle. That's fine. We can we can do this whatever length, man. We're easing yeah. back into podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So otherwise, watch was it was your standard five in the morning watch. Uh. I I managed to time it just so that I finished the watch and then was able to start my work at seven this morning get it all done before mckenna even woke up yeah perfect perfect situation nailed it unless uh you're my boss laura and you're listening in which case i worked all day yeah and i didn't go to the store for like two hours and (laughs) why are you digging this hole deeper and you should still approve my raise yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Luke, do you want to break down the plot of A Scanner Darkly, the movie that we've been talking about for the past 21 minutes, definitely? Yeah, yeah sure, bud. No problem. Um, Keanu Reeves. He's back. He's here. He's, He's here. back. Uh, Keanu Reeves plays an undercover cop in a dystopian 2013, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just three years off from when it actually became dystopian. Yes, for sure. Before we realized we were on the worst timeline. Um, mm-hmm. Plays a undercover cop in a dystopian 2013 in Anaheim, California. And he, it's just about drug use. It's like him trying to, a classic drug undercover cop kind of scenario where he's trying to suss out the bigger players in this mm-hmm. uh, group, this chain dealing D is what it's called death yes um, i d- Com- compound d uh substance d substance d substance d yeah um but then there's just lots of dystopian stuff like at work he wears like a ghillie suit that makes like him impossible to read from mm-hmm. scanners or anything um yeah he kind of forget he does a lot of drugs and he hangs out with a lot of druggies he kind of forgets who he is at the end, because he's addicted to D and he's doing a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. Winona Ryder's here as sort of a love interest. Turns out she's his boss. Uh, yeah. At the undercover drug agency. Uh, so that's kind of the big twist of the movie is that she's been in the know the whole time as far as who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our Robert Denny Jr.'s here. Mm-hmm. Uh, our old pal Woody. Woody's back. Um, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, just uh-huh. chilling. Everybody's doing lots of drugs. Sam, it's really just a lot of drug use. Yeah, based of course on the PK Dick, uh, story novel. Novel, yeah, yeah. Scanner Darkly. 
Yeah, yeah. And apparently a really faithful adaptation. I don't super remember the book is what I learned from rewatching this. Mm, I've never read it. Yeah. I don't I've not actually read any PK Dick. Oh, you sh- you totally should. Yeah, I got a long list of books I need to get to, but instead I've just been playing Baldur's Gate 3. Also fair, man. Baldur's Gate yeah. 3 rips. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's kind of the movie. Sam, what do you think of this movie? This movie is intriguing. Intriguing. Okay. Yes. I Um, what do you think? This movie is trippy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty trippy. I don't think I'm going to get to use trippy on any other movie this season. I don't think so. I probably already said intriguing. Uh so I'll I'll switch it to animated because that's the <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention that like they shot this live over 23 days. Mm-hmm. But then like rotoscoped the whole film. So it looks like the weirdest Archer episode you've ever seen. Yeah, and I was not sure how I was going to feel about that. Yeah. Because, like, I I remembered it, like, very vaguely being like, oh, I thought that looked really clunky. But no, no. It looks great. It looks awesome. It just looks like kind of a weird, like a slightly different art style Archer kind of art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it means they can do a lot of really interesting effects without the, like, and they age fine. Oh, they aged perfectly. Yeah. Because, uh, like, uh, the, the ghillie suit that you're talking about, I forget the actual name for it, but it's it just is like constantly shifting to look like parts of different people. Yeah. And so it's just like cycling constantly. Each each part of it is cycling through like a different like face, clothes, type of person, this and that. Yeah. Um and it's just a really neat, really impressive effect. Um and like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I don't think you could have pulled off in 2006 because, frankly, I don't think you could pull it off now with I think, CGI. I think it would look really clunky with CGI. That's a really good point. They made a brave and bold choice to mm-hmm. animate over all of these pretty bigwig actors. Um, but it worked out. Yeah, it really does yeah. come across as being pretty special. Yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I like I know there's no good no bad but it's been two weeks I had a pretty good time with this which is crazy because you watched this at five in the morning yeah but it was pretty good nice um like I, now I'll tell you I got a little confused at the end okay because suddenly everyone was using different names yeah it is yeah classic sci-fi maneuver to like all of a sudden everybody's got different names and you just have to roll with it yeah because like keanu became so his undercover name is fred yeah his actual name is robert all it's uh, not archer it's arctor arctor yes yeah and then he goes to this rehab place and it's just bruce he becomes bruce yeah and then winona white writer is his boss Hank? Hank. Uh, and then her actual name is Donna. And then later on, she's meeting with someone else, seemingly in another job, and her name is like Hannah or something. I think it's Audrey. He refers to her as Audrey. Whatever. Yeah, same. I was close. <laughs> yeah, it's really 
confusing. But I yes. think it plays on this idea that this movie has of like identities and like mm-hmm. how drug use reinforces like your you, you present a reality to yourself and to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody in this movie and it's kind of personified by that shifting ghillie suit. But everybody's yeah. got different layers of identity that they're carrying around. Um, yeah. Um, and then I also, just because I don't know anything about P.K. Dick, uh, did not understand at all the message at the end that it was like, this is dedicated to like all the people I lost mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I just didn't know anything. I had no context for that. Yeah, P.K. Dick did a lot of drugs. I picked up on that. Yeah. Um, so that's it. It was just it, it. So the book he dedicated to people that he knew and that he had lost along the way through doing drugs, mm, through like okay. struggling with uh, substance abuse and addict addiction, and he actually dedicated it to himself in that same list. He was included oh. in that list um, of people who likes I think permanent psychosis. Um, oh okay yeah you pee pee up huh interesting yeah um yeah i mean like it's kind of hard to talk about it because it's just sort of a, a a solid flick except alex jones is in it alex jones is here folks i'm glad doing, you spotted him as well doing the Alex Jones thing. Yeah. It's just yelling raving, about conspiracies. But raving about substance D on a street corner. Yes. So I, I have it right here in my notes. <laughs> Alex Jones? And like taking up six lines there or something like something that. Something like that. Notebook. Yeah. Which like, so this was uh, directed by Dick Linklater. Dick Linklater. Uh, yeah. And Bud, Why? Why would because you work with Alex Jones? Somebody said, we need a raving lunatic. And he went, oh, I know just the guy. I know the guy. But maybe don't give that guy a platform or any legitimacy. Well, see, this is how Alex Jones should have gone. I don't know how big he was in 2006. Do you have any idea of how large I, he was? I don't think he was that big. But I just mean, if he can see, like, well, I was in a major motion film, mm. then... Suddenly, you yeah. know, it's there's a reason why you don't put Nazis in movies. It's true. And here's what I mean about Alex Jones. The two, there's a fork in the forest, mm-hmm. right? Two roads diverged. Uh, one was the Alex Jones we know today who, in court, admitted to playing a character mm-hmm. and said, it is all for show. It is a character. Yes. And we don't. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> we don't talk about that enough. We don't. I like. <laughs> it's kind of incredible where he was just like, "Yeah, no, I make all this shit up. I make uh, this I've, shit up. I don't actually believe any of this stuff." Uh, and then what's what's the other path? The other path is that he just plays raving lunatics in movies. Like he literally plays a character. Oh, like, he could have had a good future there. He could have had a really solid career. He wouldn't have had to push rhino boner pills. No, no. Uh, he also wouldn't have been implicated in an attempted coup. Yeah. Uh, oh, a wild thing, you know? Yeah, fucking but, Alex Jones, man. But, you know, sliding doors. <laughs> One door opens, 
or one door shuts another window opens you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. window right into the Capitol that you broke open with a fucking flagpole or something yeah yeah um yeah so i like there are a few things that like stood out to me uh i'll say um one is that robert downey jr is playing every character that he has ever played he plays one guy yeah and it's robert downey jr Except this one's sort of like a men's rights activist version of Robert Downey Jr. It's a slight variation on the RDJ. Here's here's what happens. So, you have a chicken breast, right? Yeah. It's been roasted and uh, no seasoning, right? Uh Uh-oh. You can either put table salt, kosher salt, Himalayan pink salt, molden salt, <laughs> or like that black salt. That's how Robert Downey Jr. does rolls. Yeah. It's it's always the chicken breast. Yeah. It's always the chicken. This time, we got some of that black salt. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, for uh, for uh, the Marvel movies, that's Himalayan pink salt, baby. Yeah. I like this theory about RDJ. Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. we got like coarse kosher salt. Oh yeah, that's that's the molten salt. Those big thick grains. Yeah, thick grain salt, old crusty man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you're not wrong. We do get it's a, it's a, not a standout RDJ performance because it stands right alongside mm-hmm. every it's other still RDJ chicken performance. Breast. <laughs> Goes in the oven. Four twenty-five. Yeah, is you know twenty minutes or so. That's it. That's it. That's what you got. That's what you get. It's RDJ, folks. But yeah, he is. He's he's a fast-talking, high vocabulary mm-hmm. son of a bitch with sort of like a skeezy, uh, sexist bent this time yes. around. I guess. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, th- the other that stood out to me of course was um the itchy man freck no the itchy man okay <laughs> yeah we we open on the itchy man yeah the first shot we see is the guy covered in pugs yeah he's the itchy man yeah um and anytime that you just get real itchy that's that's the itchy man he come for you uh, he he come into your home and he make you all itchy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, that's how that works. Anytime mm-hmm. you anytime you have an itch, that's the itchy man. He's in the background somewhere. Yeah, he's he's broken into your home and he's sprinkled his special itchy powder, which is made of crushed up bugs, um, that he pulls off of himself, mm. and uh, and he just makes you itch. Because he he loves for people to itch. Yeah, I mean clearly, I mm-hmm. itch a lot. He's busy. Yeah. Oh, he's he loves setting up in your house. Let me tell you. Yeah, I mean I get this big beard. It's pretty itchy. Yeah. Uh, it's got lots of itchy man's bug parts in there. Yeah. I really ought to see somebody about that. It's got your beard got more bug parts than a fucking ballpark Frank. <laughs> Uh, more bug parts than a trolley problem in Bugs Life. Um. 
<laughs> such a bizarre and deep cut. Everybody remembers in the Bugs Life when they had the trolley problem halfway through. The big yeah, caterpillar that, guy is like, you gotta pick a direction. You gotta pick one. <laughs> and and uh, the the ant, I think. I think it's an ant. Yeah. May or may not be played by uh, uh, Woody Allen. It's just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um. And he shreds the whole family of like yeah. millipedes. And then the bug parts go right in your beard and make you all itchy because that's what the itchy man wants. Super itchy. Also, it's weird that they did that in that movie and then they immediately cut right back to what they were doing otherwise. Like, it was was literally just a trolley problem. Yeah, it was a weird non sequitur. Yeah. Like, he was like, hey, let's go to dinner and then smash cut right to, you gotta gotta pick which way the trolley goes. Oh, yeah, that was a <laughs> fucked up movie, man. Yeah, really makes you think, though. Makes you think that bugs aren't alive, so. Yeah, they're not. Uh, it, Which makes the trolley problem real easy with bugs. Doesn't matter, man. Either way. Yeah. Slap them all on the track, make the trolley kill them all, because they're not, they, you can't kill them. Because they're not living. They're not dead. It's not a, like, what is dead will never die kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What is never alive is never dead. What is... <laughs> <laughs> like can't kill a rock can't kill a rock don't care if a rock smashes into another rock uh, as long as it's not harming something that's actually alive yeah yeah um well what, what else you got anything i'm trying to decide how earnest to be about this Ooh, okay i mean we can get earnest you want to get earnest i feel like we got earnest and barbenheimer and so i don't want to oh you you know. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you okay. Know? Good point. This movie was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. One, I was very engaged. Like, I, I checked oh, yeah. out at times, but for the most part, felt very entertained. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, so that was a good mark. Um, there was a time in my life where I craved the weird. You know what mm. I mean? Like weird people, weird situations, mm-hmm. weird stuff in life. Um, I was a bit of an edge lord about it, I would say, mm-hmm. in my late teens and very early twenties. Um, and there was a time in my life where this there's like extended sequences of people in this movie just like bugging out, just being on drugs and just like bugging out or like. So- yeah. So, like, the itchy man scene yeah, was, the, like, where you lived. Yeah, the itchy man scene, for sure. Or just, like, there's a scene where um, Woody's up in a tree, itchy man is hanging out, Freck's hanging out, and then, mm-hmm. um, what's his face, RDJ has made, like, a homemade silencer and is shooting his gun in the backyard, and of course it doesn't work because he's on drugs. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just, like, scenes like that, like, people just on drugs doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. was my idea of like weird and cool and what's genuine in life mm. uh now as an addict or you know recovering addict recovering alcoholic watching this movie it didn't make me uncomfortable but it really highlighted for me how far i've come mm. and how easy it is to get stuck in that way of thinking of like man we're out here doing it because you feel that way if you're on drugs or drinking or whatever of like uh 
this road trip we're taking to San Diego where our uh like they're going to San Diego and they have something goes wrong with their car and they're like hyper fixated on like who set up the car to fail Mm -hmm. like what government agency did this to them and stuff like you just feel in it in a way that is like completely detached from reality Mm -hmm. um so i really empathized like with large chunks of this movie but also like felt a little distance from it and like to sort of keep it at arm's length at this point in my life I'm probably good. Oh, uh, 100% the best decision. Yeah. Because I think if you bring in that RDJ silencer energy to uh, your toilet leaking doo-doo water <laughs> under your floors. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. You know? If I'm convinced because I'm on so many drugs that the CIA has bugged my toilet and made it spew doo-doo water all over my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am not having a good time. I'm not no. in it in a cool way. I'm, in fact, quite out of it. Oh, yeah. You're struggling. Yeah, I'm deeply struggling. So, um, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah. And it brought up it brought up a lot of emotions. Uh, I'm totally fine. Everything's totally okay. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was just weird because... This movie perfectly encapsulates, I think, what it's like to be deeply entrenched in Mm -hmm. some kind of addiction. Yeah. I mean, that makes some sense. Yeah. Like, to a scary degree, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, And I think, uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I liked this movie. Yeah, I mean, I I think I did too. Yeah. Um, I would even recommend it. I think I'd recommend it too. Now you got to go in knowing that the ending, real fucking bummer. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, no, I know it's a bummer. I'm trying to recall it. <laughs> That's a good point about it. Remember, it ends with him. He gets through rehab and he's a husk of himself. He basically can just like parrot what other people tell him. Yeah. And so he goes to work at the farm where they're making the flowers that make D. Yeah, that's right. And he, like, kind of sees them and kind of can't, and he's just like, huh. Yeah. It's kind of a nice throwback to when they're making him do, like, not Rorschach tests, but something similar earlier in the movie. Yes. When they, like, hand him the outline of a cat or a dog, and he's supposed to Mm -hmm. say, like, this is a dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Shit, this movie has a lot of layers. It's really well written. Props to P.K. Dick. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Big ups. To old P.K. Dick. Big ups to P.K. Dick on this one. A real one. Pour one out for a real one. Sci-fi author P.K. Dick. Pour out a whole barrel of cocaine for P.K. Dick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Just like the idea of a Boston Tea Party, but it's a bunch of people dumping coke (laughs) overboard. (laughs) It'd have a lot more energy, I'll tell you that. so much more energy. That is exactly what's making me laugh. (laughs) <laughs> just a lot of, we gotta we gotta do it we gotta do it man put the barrel over there get it out get, get, it out. get the barrel get the barrel get the barrel <laughs> um so i think i think this movie shows the worst way to die okay and that is with an ayn rand novel in your hands yes i was curious if we were going to talk about this Man, I would 
prefer to be set on fire than to die with an Ayn Rand book in my hands. Not even Atlas Shrugged. It's the fucking no. Fountainhead. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Woof. What a, what a way to go for the Itchy Man. Yeah. The Itchy Man does take a lot of D all at once, hoping it will asphyxiate him while he uh-huh. gets in a nice suit, drinks a really nice wine. Instead, it's kind of funny. He hallucinates that an alien from an interdimensional species reads him his sins mm-hmm. for, like, in his head, a thousand years. Um, yeah. Which is pretty good. But he is clutching an Ayn Rand novel, The Fountainhead. Which I guess, like, he thought... Maybe he... Th- okay, okay. Let's, let's go through this. So, yeah. he's like... When I see Peter up at those pearly gates, mm-hmm. I want him to see that I was reading Ayn Rand. Sure. And Peter is going to be like, love it. Come on in here. This man is clearly an intellectual at heart. Get in here, bud. Yeah. I Have I got the heaven for you? Um, what, when in, I feel like in reality, you show up there with Ayn Rand, and he goes... Oh, one of you again. Mm-hmm. And you go straight to hell. Yeah, to join Ayn Rand. Yes. Yeah. And Margaret Thatcher. And Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Have I ever told you about the brief time I experimented with uh, objectivism, Ayn Rand's philosophy? No. So I don't know if you remember this. I was in high school, and I was reading Atlas Shrugged. Oh, God. No. And, I Yeah. And to continue being friends with you, I must have blocked that out. Yeah, well, that's fair because two roads diverge because it's the thing. Objectivism and Ayn Rand's philosophy is very seductive. Mm-hmm. It's the entire the entire idea is that you only care about yourself and your selfish pursuits, um, and that that's what brings meaning to life is you know being selfish, essentially. Oof. Yeah, it's bleak. But if you're a, an angsty little teenager. Sure. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I can get behind this. And some mm-hmm. people, like me, grow out of this. Other people, like Ben Shapiro, don't. L- yeah, little Ben Shapiro, he read that as an edgelord and he said, This is where I'm building my house. This is what I'm doing. But uh, it all came to a head for me <laughs> when my family went to Cracker Barrel. And a part of objectivism <laughs> is being uh, kind of rude. I mean, just like not being overly polite because that's uh-huh. an altruistic act that you need to get rid of for efficiency or whatever. I, I, that this is happening at a Cracker Barrel yes. is really doing it for me. So we're at Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I thought I was being the rudest motherfucker. And when actual practice, here's probably what happened. The waitress comes up and says, what can I get you? And I go, I'll take pancakes. That's it. In my head, though, I thought I was saying, like, I will have pancakes or something. Pancakes. Pancakes. In here. Now. Bitch. Bitch. But no, I probably just said, like, I will have pancakes, but without going, like, yeah, I would like the pancakes. Mm. Which, so, because I'm a nice guy, it, it just doesn't, mm-hmm. not in my nature. But I felt so shitty about that interaction. <laughs> Then I got home and immediately was like, I'm returning this to the library. I will, I can't do this ever. <laughs> because of my Cracker Barrel trip where I got pancakes. I love... I love that it is just one 
Average interaction. Average interaction. But I had intent and a behind cracker it. barrel. Yeah, I knew in my head that I was attempting to be kind of a rude prick. Had enough for you to be like, this is not for me. I can't do this. Turns out, (laughs) sense of community, pretty good. And you know where? This episode brought to you by Cracker Barrel, where all communities start (laughs) at the barrel, at the barrel head, as we all say. Let's go down to the barrel head. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's try to solve that weird puzzle uh, that's at every table. Yeah, Shit, what are those things called? Uh, I don't know. I don't Fuck. remember. Lol, lol. It's, um, it's not like doofus. It's some other word. Ignoramus, or it's something like that. G- goober. Goober. Let's call it the goober toy. Yeah, the goober toy. The goober toy. And for our international listeners, I do not know how to explain Cracker Barrel to you. Just Google. Okay. It. Yeah. So I actually do want to explain Cracker Barrel. Okay. Let's I want to take a shot at it. Okay. Think, um, like an old-timey Western general store that yeah. you've seen in, um, like, Westworld or, um, uh, fuck, Deadwood. Sure. That you've seen in Deadwood. Any Western, really. Now, um, take half of it, and it's a restaurant with a bunch of sh- old, rusty shit on the walls. With a bunch and of old, kind of racist artwork. Yeah, from like kind, the twenties, thirties, or earlier. Kind of racist, like there's a Jim Crow vibe, <laughs> uh, and a lot of like rusted farm implements. That yeah. again, if if you're the the target of the Jim Crow vibe, are probably a little creepy, to uh, a little intimidating. A um, lot of lot of photos of mad old white people. And, uh, like, old-timey. They're not old. Uh, they like, they might also be old. They yeah. might be old. So so that's half of it, right? And yeah. every table has um, a triangular block of wood that has uh, little, basically uh, golf tees yeah. stuck in it, set up like uh, bowling pins, but there are a lot more of them. And then there's one blank hole, and you're supposed to do something with it. So that's half the restaurant. That's the food half. Yeah. The other half is full of those shitty furry toy of uh uh shit uh ferret toy things. Yeah. Where it's a <laughs> long string of like probably real fur yeah. attached to a ball that wibbles and wabbles about. Yeah. And it's basically just that toy. But thousands of them. Thousands sc- of them, yeah. Scattered all over the store. The store itself smells like... Yankee candles. Old Yankee candles and biscuit butter. Yankee candles and biscuit butter. Yes. Uh, and it like it's vaguely stale. And uh, that's the Cracker Barrel. It's almost like Chick-fil-A's like, old aunt... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of the same vibe, but it's like if it was like, oh, that's Eustace Barrel over there. <laughs> She's got a restaurant, Cracker Barrel. Uh, yeah, it's a it, it's a funky one. They're in the same family, though, for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think um, here's what it is. Here's here. I think actually is what it is. Um, Cracker Barrel is old time racism. 
It's mm. up front. It's in your face. Yeah. You know it. Chick-fil-A is your modern racist. Your Clarence Thomas. Your, uh, well, nah, he's probably racist, even though he's black. Um, I, all indications, if it quacks like a duck and walks like a duck, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, your Koch brothers, your Ron DeSantis's, yeah. uh, your... Ron um, DeSanti. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's the... Uh, your Brent Kavanaugh's. Mm. That's that's a Chick Fil A racist. That's a right Chick Fil A. That's a Tom Cotton kind of racism. Oh yeah, Tom Cotton racism. Now Jason Rapert racism. That's Cracker Barrel. That's Cracker Barrel, baby. That's a Cracker Barrel. That's a Cracker Barrel racist. Tom yeah. Cotton. It's just a Chick Fil A racist. Yeah. He's he's all prim and proper. He's got it. He won't say it, but he'll imply it. Yeah, do you think they let Colonel Sanders go eat at Cracker Barrel? Because I feel like he would want to. He would. Oh, yeah. And, and I, then yeah. he would complain about the chicken. But, yeah, he would he would happily go. I think so. I think he's allowed to eat at KFC mm-hmm. and sometimes Cracker Barrel for obvious reasons. Yeah. He cannot go to Chick-fil-A. No. Uh, he doesn't to, fit the vibe. No, not at all. You can't be Not sophisticated about his finger licking good racism. Exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh so that's a scanner darkly looked. Uh would you like some mail? Yes. Oh, fill me up with mail. Okay. We just have one this time. Okay. Uh and it is from Tuck and it really is just kind of for me. All right. Uh, b- but uh, it says, congratulations, and it says, hey, Sam, huge congrats on the upcoming addition to your family. Tom Dwayne Keanu Siegel is one lucky baby <laughs> destined for epic adventures and guaranteed to have the coolest dad ever. I can't wait until his friends stumble upon this podcast and give him hell. Wishing you all the joy and sleepless nights that parenthood brings. Your number one fan, Tuck. Oh, Fuck Tuck, yeah. thank, thank you so much. Hell yeah, uh, Tuck. I gotta tell you, I had not actually considered that my son and or his friends um, might listen to this show and hear about the time that I had to do a dry wank to figure out if I could make my son. Mm-hmm. Um, I Man, can I be honest? Uh-huh. That's half of what I've been thinking about since you told me you were having a kid. <laughs> is this podcast and the fact that your child is going to have internet access. So. It's bad. <laughs> this is a mistake. Because the other is like, a st- I mean, we have to keep doing this until we die. Yeah. And so he's going to grow up hearing me yell about Tom Hanks's penis. Yeah. Um, and different people's penises. And then he's going to go to school and be like, yeah, dad was yelling about Tom Hanks's fat cock again. And they'll they'll call me up to school and be like, uh, your son said some interesting things. And I'll say I I don't know where you got that. Yeah, and I, then we'll have then they will point to the mountain of evidence. Yeah, then they'll go. Well, podcast. we Googled you, uh, as well as the show that your son told us about. Yeah, and why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll have to explain that it was the pandemic. You know, things were weird. I didn't know what I was doing, and I kept going because I'm stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
but we'll yeah get, we'll cross that bridge when we get there i guess i guess so yeah um gonna suck if my kid gets teased because it's like your dad had to do a dry wank to figure out if he could <laughs> if he could make you um i should stop saying that so so that i don't give him any ammo yeah i would bleep it but i don't think that would be very funny no, and also that would mean that I'd have to bleep it in the video, because oh, I do the video stuff. Now you get to bleep shit, motherfucker. I don't know how it works. Remember so, when you read my credit card or something? <laughs> I, I read uh, your address multiple times. You read my times. address. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so so now we have sort of a uh, a mutually assured destruction. Because if you ever say my address, I'm just going to say yours. And yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how to bleep it out on YouTube. So Excellent. <laughs> so Truly excellent. That's that's where we're at. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts? Uh, that's new. Uh, about this movie? Yeah, I just, you know, I, I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to say about it before yeah. we... Yeah, actually, get on out of here. Obviously, if you are dealing with substance abuse issues, there are plenty of places you can go. You don't have to go to AA. I know that's kind of a common misconception. Mm-hmm. That the options are either keep drinking or go to this weird semi-religious cult that is A. Right. If AA works for you, I'm not knocking it. it totally go for it. For sure. me, it wasn't a fit for me. Anyway, my point being, there are plenty of resources. Reddit, weirdly a great one. Really? Uh, Reddit has is alcoholism, narcotics, no matter what you're dealing with, uh, marijuana addiction, like even there's all hmm. kinds of excellent resources and subreddits available to you that can actually point you to more concrete and useful resources. Plus, you get a community of people who are dealing with the same shit you're dealing with. So that's part of my rec is like go to Reddit. Reddit's excellent. a great spot. Yeah. Or, you know, reach out to the podcast. I'm happy to talk to you. So, yeah. Um, Absolutely, and that's uh, hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Sure. Uh, that's and I I won't read those emails in the episode unless yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason you want me to. That would be fucking wild. Yeah, we will it not would do that. be yeah. horrible. Uh, yeah, no, we're not going to suddenly be, like fucking dox people. Yeah. Uh, that would be wild. That would be wild. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, thanks for... For sharing those resources. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to get out of here? Well, uh, would you like to know what we'll be watching uh, technically later this week? Yes. Uh, well, Luke, it will be 2006's The Lake House. Oh. I, uh, I have never seen this. Don't know anything about it. No. So what do you think it's about? I think it's... Uh, I only do one sentence each. Mm-hmm. Um... Keanu Reeves buys a second home in Minnesota. Shenanigans ensue. Mm, okay. I think it might be a rom-com. Okay, excellent, excellent. Keanu Reeves is the heir to the Land O'Lakes fortune and builds a house with the butter money. Nice, with the butter money. Uh, yeah, so it's probably one of those. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, well, folks, uh, until then, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. Send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. You can find us on Blue Sky at Hanksy Panksy, I think. It's yeah. either that or Hanksy Panksy Pod. 
Um, and uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Hanksypanksy. Got a lot of fun stuff over there. Uh, we should have the wrap-up for Journey to the Number Colons, uh, the Center of the City, uh, the, the show where my wife and I cover the second season of And Just Like That. And, uh, yeah, well, I said the email, hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Luke, do you have what we uh, typically refer to here as a final quote? I do, uh, and... As always, given in a slightly different read, it's mm-hmm. I love air. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Me too. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Hitler, hmm, Hitler hated breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Well known fact. Uh, well, folks, thanks for <laughs> listening to another episode <laughs> of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 2006's The Lake House.